This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Thursday, May 7th. I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Wink, and our special guest co-host, Billy Galewood, as Tony is out today. How are you guys doing this morning? Good morning, Christian. I'm doing fantastic. Good. Very well. Good Very to well. hear. Thank you. All right. I have a question for you guys just to kick things off this morning now. Obviously, cannabis is legal in most states across the U.S., but, uh, you know, when we were younger, going to high school, college, uh, it was a little bit harder to get, and uh, I don't know anybody who uh, didn't try it out, but uh, to what length did you guys go to in order to uh, try and score some weed? Every. (laughs) Every length. There wasn't one length left unturned. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, go ahead, Wink. I mean, I would put money in the hands of strangers and let them leave with my money and hopes they would come back. That's that's some trust well, right there. You know, I put a lot of trust in 16-year-olds that lived in their mom's garage that liked to work out while you were buying weed off them. I don't know why, but I just met a series of these guys that just like to get stoned, work out, live in their mom's garage for 10 years younger than I was, and I had to stand there like, this is cool. <laughs> Talking about a stereotype. Oof. I once I once got sold uh, yellow pages that were bunched up and spray-painted. And, yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> on the Vegas Strip. I fell for that in Vegas. That's the Vegas thing, dude. That's the Vegas Same thing. guy. Same guy, probably. He looked like a tweaker. You touch it. You'd look at it, touch it, and it looked like it was the golden bag yeah. of herb. It looked like the best thing, and then you smell it. Nothing. Wow. You're the only person I knew that like, fell for likewise. the old, for the old paper dash. Scam. You would. <laughs> yeah, the old paper dash scam as it's known. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who have, but it's funny enough that you guys both had fallen for that. Now, the reason I ask is uh, there's a news story. Uh, Frank Praroth, 23, and Desmond McDay, 25, were taken into custody Friday after a California Highway Patrol officer witnessed a traffic violation and attempted to pull over the driver of a black 2020 Chevy Suburban. But when a Ford Expedition straddled the lanes and attempted to block the officer, it became more clear that the suspects were involved. The pursuit occurred about 6.30 on the I-5 near Merced County. 
Now, police say that uh, at one point, the driver of the Chevy Suburban stopped on the right shoulder, exited the vehicle, and dropped two cardboard boxes off before returning to the vehicle and continuing to flee. Shortly after dropping the boxes on the shoulder, the driver of the Chevy Suburban stopped his vehicle and surrendered. But while taking the driver into custody, the officer noticed a third SUV that was involved in the chase. The driver of the black 2019 Chevy Tahoe was stopped in traffic and was also taken into custody. It was only later that Highway Patrol found out what was inside the boxes as the uh, pursuit um, occurred. Officers found $915,000 in cash as well as walkie-talkies. Authorities later learned that the three drivers were using them to communicate in the pursuit and that they were intending to buy marijuana with it to bring back to New York. Now that's an extent to go to to try and buy some weed. Sounds like a like an Amazon delivery guy slash entrepreneur. Like, <laughs> well, the crazy thing is, why were they in California trying to get it back to New York? There are so many states in between, Colorado being probably the most recognizable that they could have gotten it from. Maybe, maybe they had a dope connect. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I wonder if it was because of the farming industry out here. It could be. Right. Maybe, yeah, maybe they had some sort of hookup that uh, would have yeah. sold it to them at wholesale. But uh, it's crazy to think that there's still a black market for it out there that, you know, it's it's about as readily available as anything else. I know. Go to Texas and, uh, you know, it's a whole different world in Texas. Though they are getting more lenient, I believe CBD became legal there. And uh, some more leniency on uh, on it, but uh, I, I yeah. wish they would have thrown the cash out the window, you know, uh, like share the wealth with the people. <laughs> like, just keep it in the box. Well, and that's yeah, the thing. Throw it out. If they had taken just a portion of that, made it rain, you know, people would have been pulling their cars over like crazy trying to uh, collect the money. It's like strippers would be. They're yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> drive through stri- drive through strip club callback. It's it's like the uh, uh, scene in Batman where uh, the Joker's uh, throw money out the window while sp- uh, spreading the Smilex gas. That's what yeah. I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That reminds me of a story that I I saw. These guys got busted with a a big bag full of drugs, and on the outside it said "big bag full of drugs." <laughs> true story oh man hide in plain sight that's what i do there you go there you go all right folks we've got a great show lined up for you on this thursday the third day all right monday one day tuesday two day wednesday when huh what day thursday <laughs> the third day okay all right, folks, stick with us. We've got the Darwin Awards coming up. Ridiculous diet fads in the time of coronavirus. Our call-in topic today is embarrassing celebrity crushes. We've got this day in history. And up next, we've got the entertainment news with celebrity birthdays. Everybody hang tight. We'll see you on the other side. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 7th. 
We want you guys to get involved, and we have set up a voicemail line just for that. It's called the Phoenix Line. Want to hear from you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave us a message. That number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 on any topic. Just to check in, tell us how you're doing. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile those all up and uh, play them on a future show. Now, uh, it is the second segment of the show, and that means it's time for the entertainment news. All right, first up, uh, now, Billy Ryan, did you guys uh, watch Game of Thrones? Were you hardcore into it, uh, passing fan, or uh, it was just too much hype for you? What, what is it called? That, uh, Game of Thrones? What is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Ryan's been living under a rock for the past uh, eight years. No, huge fan, huge fan. You know, did you go all the way? Did you go all the way to the end? Oh, big time. Oh, okay. Yeah, for, for, dropped out season two. Yeah, for me, I got to like season four, and I couldn't keep up after that. And uh, yeah, I haven't gotten any further from there. And so, uh, Ryan, you're familiar with uh, the actor or the character uh, known as the Mountain, correct? Yes. All right. Well, his real name is I'm going to butcher this, Hafthor Bjornsson. Okay, not too bad, uh, who played the mountain on Game of Thrones. He has broken the deadlift world record. He lifted 1,104 pounds at Thor's Power Gym in Iceland on Saturday while live-streaming the historic occasion. Um, If you watch the video, he could have added couple hundred pounds more um, this guy is massive six feet nine inches tall mm-hmm. weighs 452 pounds that's impressive yeah i'm actually i was a big fan of the strongman competitions growing up uh-huh. i used to always watch them and i've re-watched you know I, I i started re-watching some of the newer ones um and he's he's been a running champ for a few years as well so he's He's in the strongman game, uh, tough, and uh, that guy is massive, and his wife is tiny. Oh, really? <laughs> you should yeah. Google Google a picture of the couple. Yeah, it's it's bizarro. You know what's funny though? They did a he did a sparring match with Conor McGregor, uh, MMA Conor McGregor, and Conor McGregor Conor McGregor tooled him up. Did he really? He couldn't grab him he couldn't all well the because the mountain is so big his only move is like hulk smash like just, <laughs> just his move is like grab and if he misses you you know then you and then he does another swing it was pretty comical but yeah the conor mcgregor's about the size of his wife too yeah i would have imagined that looked like uh you know lil mac versus mike tyson and tyson's punch out yeah it looked like the jolly green giant versus mrs butterworth <laughs> <laughs> now, just a quick side tangent obviously with no live sports going on right now i'm surprised espn or espn2 isn't playing strongman competitions all day every day um instead i i caught a glimpse of snoop dogg playing madden 2020 the other day with uh, professional commentators of all things yep really yeah yeah that's true yeah, yeah, sports commentator. Yeah, I'm, I follow MMA, and he was doing that with one of the MMA uh, guys. He was just yeah playing video, playing vids. 
I, you know, they've got to fill 24 hours of content on multiple stations. Mm-hmm. You know, they just need to make every station the Ocho and, you know, play obscure sports and, <laughs> you know. But if anybody's going to do it, Snoop Dogg's going to do it because that dude has the gift to gab and he's pretty funny. He is. He is. He's pretty funny guy. All right. Moving on. Uh, yesterday, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the two camps of uh, 90s sitcoms. Uh, you know, some people were diehard Friends fans. Some uh, people were diehard Seinfeld fans. Uh, very few crossed over. Where did you guys fall again on that line? Seinfeld. All the way. Depends who I dated. <laughs> <laughs> serious. My television is solely based on if I'm dating somebody or not. It was friends, and then I broke up with her, and we weren't friends. And then I started watching uh, Seinfeld, but only did it because my girlfriend was hot. All right. All right. <laughs> Good reason. Good reason. So uh, back in the 90s, Seinfeld fans wanted to know how the series ended so badly that they resorted to bribery. Uh, George Costanza actor Jason Alexander revealed that his publicist asked if he'd leak secrets about the series finale in exchange for money. Uh, Alexander virtually reunited with his co-star Julia Louis-Dreyfus on Tuesday to reminisce about the hit NBC show. The two recalled how walls were built around the Los Angeles set to prevent nosy photographers with a high-powered photo lens from snooping on the final shoot. Um, I mean, it it was one of the biggest finales of all time. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I was sort of underwhelmed by it. Wait, I got a question. Wait, would you talk about, is that the Friends wedding? No, 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 the Seinfeld finale where they're all sitting in the the prison. It's their trial. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's hard to end such a great thing. I think it I think it's mostly underwhelming when they try to wrap up this Mm. this amazing thing that's been running for years. I think the expectation's so high because the bar has just been set so high by the level of, you know mastery and 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 entertainment that that show brought that but i agree (laughs) ultimately it was underwhelming to me too so but i mean just look at series finales like a game of thrones people were pissed off about that um dexter you know nobody's happened about the way that ended lost lost twin peaks twin peaks yeah just sort of end that didn't even end they just stopped (laughs) <laughs> so yeah you know, i mean it goes back to these these shows are fantastic but you know how do you wrap it up that it's satisfying to the diehard fans well i think i i watched lost through the whole thing and at a certain point i don't even think they knew what they were doing anymore it was i think that name was perfect <laughs> to describe <laughs> the experience of the viewer and everyone involved I wonder if that was the intent the whole time is just, uh, you know, it's, it's a show about uh, nothing, kind of like Seinfeld. <laughs> show about wrapping it up. Yep. <laughs> All right. Moving on, uh, we know that uh, Elon Musk and his uh, girlfriend, now wife, Grimes, uh, just gave birth to a newborn son. And uh, the son's name falls in line with uh, names like Pilot Inspector, Blue Ivy, Blanket, Apple, I don't know if you guys have seen the story yet, but if you haven't, I want to give you a chance to guess on what their baby boy's name is. What their baby boy's name is? What they named their baby boy, yep. Is it is it just like um, quotes? Is it like two quotes with nothing in the middle? <laughs> you know <laughs> what? You are actually closer than you think. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I is it an amber it. sand? <laughs> I uh, is it an emoji? Is it emoji? <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it it's not emoji. Now, I I don't even know what you're supposed to call him, but his official birth name is X A E A dash twelve. Oh, he's like a. It's like what you would name something that you put in like a petri dish. I was I was thinking that was the name of his next rocket, and he's like, you know what? That works for a baby boy. Leave it to this is Mu- Musk, right? Yeah, it is. This, oh yeah, leave it to Musk. <laughs> Musk. <laughs> leave Leave it to Musk. Hey, have you guys? You guys are hip hop guys. Uh, have you heard his uh, EDM hip hop stuff that he's been trying to do? No, Musk. but I will. I will be googling that directly after the show. Oh, go to YouTube. It is wonderfully awful. I mean, it is so bad. It comes all the way back around to being good again. Yeah. It's well, a if you line. hear the if you hear the guy talk, it's kind of wonderfully awful sometimes as well. Uh, I, he's got an interesting tone. I'm a, I like the guy, but, uh, he, I don't know why people feel, I think there's people in the world that feel like once they get to a certain caliber, they're like, I could do anything. I take on this hip hop music thing. You've seen that throughout, uh, the years with certain people. I think he just has so much money. He doesn't know what to do with it. And he's playing out every childhood fantasy he's ever had. Yeah. Might as well buy a studio. <laughs> Uh, don't blame him. I would too. So, all right, moving on. Uh, right now is renewal and cancellation season for TV shows, and CBS is known as uh, keeping shows on the air for a long time. They've reportedly renewed 23 series, include uh, including NCIS and its spinoffs: NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans, Blue Bloods, 60 Minutes, All Rise, Bob Hart's Apishola, The Unicorn. SWAT, Bull, SEAL Team, MacGyver, FBI, FBI Most Wanted, The Neighborhood, Magnum PI, 48 Hours, Undercover Boss. I just have to take a breath because there's uh, so many shows that they are bringing back. And it's funny because CBS is known as the, the old folks station. Are they still making money? They're making so much money. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, Big Bang Theory, they had that for ever and uh, i mean that was the highest rated show on tv well you know what cbs stands for catered broadcasting to seniors (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like that i'll have to use that at some point there you go it's yours i appreciate that all right uh, we're here at the end but we don't want to leave you guys without telling you the celebrity birthdays So apparently it's about 800 YouTube star birthdays, so we're going to skip over all of those <laughs> and uh, just go to the, the more relevant ones. Uh, we've got all Alexander right. Ludwig, who's a uh, actor. He's turning 28 today. Uh, football quarterback Alex Smith, turning 36. Uh, wrestler Owen Hart, unfortunately he died back in 1999. Yeah. Today would have been his birthday. Let's see, who else have we got? Um... And uh, comedian and actress A.D. Bryant from Saturday Night Live. So not a huge list of birthdays unless you're a YouTube star. Well, folks, (laughs) stick with us. We'll be right back with the Darwin Awards. (laughs) 
Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, May 7th. We are all over social media, and each show is video broadcast live on Facebook and YouTube Live. If you want to find me on social media, I'm at uh, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio with an R, of course, and uh, Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony, who's not with us today, but if you still want to uh, communicate with him, he's at Facebook dot com forward slash tony dot san filippo that's s-a-n-f-i-l-i-p-p-o dot nine four or on instagram at tony dot san filippo 81 you can find ryan at facebook.com forward slash ryan dot wink or on instagram at names wink and if i remember correctly billy uh you are available on all of the social medias at billy galewood that's right awesome awesome yeah so reach out to any one of us let us know what you think and uh you know we're happy to interact and you know obviously we want to hear uh, how we're doing and you know if you got any suggestions let us know but uh right now we want to do something that we're going to be doing every thursday and ryan is going to take us through the darwin awards all right thank you christian yes this is the first installment of the darwin awards stories and stupidity now, the Darwin Awards were originally created telling stories of how people stupidly ended their lives, thus removing themselves from the gene pool. Now, I'm going to put a little different spin on it. Uh, not everyone that I mention here is going to die because I feel like that's a little depressing. And I'm going to throw a few Florida man stories in today. And ultimately, natural selection will take care of them anyway. It's, yeah, it, uh. Brought him to Florida. So, <laughs> All right, so we're going to open up with something that happened on my birthday, April 17, 2017, South Carolina. It is tough to live without electricity. Although the Blue Ridge Electric Company says that there are options for people who cannot pay their bill, those options were not extended to a family living in the friendship community near Seneca. After two weeks without hot water or refrigeration, a man attempted to restore power to his home illegally. His bid for grid power veered from pathetic to ludicrous when he leaned an aluminum ladder against the pole, climbed up, and applied the jumper cables, <laughs> jumper cables to an energized conductor. A witness heard a sound like a shotgun as 7,200 volts arc from the primary wires across jumper cables designed for 12 volts through the man's body down the ladder and into the ground the thief was jolted from the top of the pole and thrown to the ground he was taken to the hospital with contusions and electrical burns still living he cannot win a darwin award yet is eligible for an honorable honorable mention for his questionable and nearly fatal choice i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul <laughs> Oh, man, uh, it, it amazes me how so many people just don't think through what they're doing. I mean, a metal ladder against an electrical cable with jumper cables. and It was a power move. Yeah, yep, yep. Hold on. My mouse doesn't work. Ah, there it is. All right. Yeah. Woo. Oh, it was a power move. Nice one. Nice one. <laughs> Thank my, you. 
My morning right, break, take a second on that one. Let's keep it moving. I, I got a lot of quick ones here, too. A man trying to get out of military service in Poland provoked a lion so he would be injured and thus excused from duty. So this guy basically jumped into a lion's cage at the local zoo and was screaming at this lion. The lion didn't react. Eventually went over and pulled the lion's mane. Well, this worked out for him. He was injured. Um, after pulling the lion's mane, the lion pulled the man's arm off. <laughs> and he, thus he was, he was out of uh, military duty at that point. I guess it's better than going AWOL. No, you know, no, say, no pun there. Just, just state in fact. I was trying yeah. to find one. I was like, was there one there? I, nope. I think that you know that that's the next thing. Uh, uh, that's the next level of giving it all for your country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have trouble saluting from now on. Ooh, Ooh. it reminds me of uh, the Tiger King. The, remember the girl got her arm ripped off. And she yeah. Went back, back to work. Yeah, but like she went back there. to work. He was trying to get out of work. That's true. So the true gangster gets her arm ripped off and goes back to work. We need her That's in the her. military. Yes, one one man army. Oh no! Hey, what? All right, moving on. <laughs> Florida man tries to rob GameStop while wearing transparent bag over his head. <laughs> Wait, you I saw the picture. It. You could see through it. Could he breathe through it? No, probably not. Out the bottom, maybe he just yeah. You know, at least, at least he was being safe. I mean, you know, like he wasn't spreading germs. That's true. Good on him. <laughs> I was just Florida, trying to find the light in that story. <laughs> Florida man <laughs> breaks into jail to hang out with friends. <laughs> was That's he allowed to stay? I am. <laughs> was he allowed to stay? I don't know. It depends on what he had to do to get in there. Well, I, do you get? Can you get in trouble for breaking into prison? Of course. Isn't that like no? That's got to be some sort of like paradox or something. Born on leap year kind of thing. <laughs> can't get in trouble for breaking into prison come on well and ultimately you know what's the ultimate goal i mean do you want to break into prison get caught and then be there permanently to hang out with your friends or is it just like a hey let's hang out tonight and i'll jump back over the wall in the morning it's like thirsty thirsty thursdays boys (laughs) (laughs) hopefully he wasn't smuggling anything in uh in his uh prison wallet yeah. Oh, yeah. The old prison one. Was it like El Chapo? Like, you know, was he like visiting somebody? He's like, I got to visit my friend in prison. I might as well dig a tunnel. Right. <laughs> hey, it looked like a tweaker. He shawshanked oh, it through man. the uh, the sewer system. Yeah. Ooh. All right, guys. Let's move on. Florida man. <laughs> I got a lot of these. Florida man gives quote exonerating unquote dash cam video following traffic incident accidentally includes video of him robbing a beauty store <laughs> so so he had a dash cam on his car right robbed a beauty store got caught right. no he got in a traffic incident with police uh-huh and tried to turn in exonerating footage <sighs> only there was also on the same camera a uh, video of him Robbing a beauty store. 
Wow. That story would be surprising if you didn't say Florida man <laughs> at the beginning of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's move on. Florida man gives fake names to try to <laughs> and avoid arrest. Fake name has DUI. Oh, no. <laughs> Arrested anyway. You know, it's funny. It's not the first time I've heard a story like that. Um, apparently, there was a woman who had gotten into a uh, a fight and was being charged with assault. And uh, the fake name that she gave was actually uh, had a warrant out for attempted murder. And so either way, she was. Is that double jeopardy? It could be. <laughs> Is that a hack? That's next on Life Hacks. Five minute hacks. If you're going to rob somebody, use a fake ID of somebody that's already robbed somebody. So don't just get in trouble again. <laughs> Man, my, my friend in high school, the cops busted a party at his house. And on his bed, there was a jacket. And there was a bag of weed hanging out of the jacket. And they bring the jacket out. And they're like, Who's, whose jacket is this? And no one says anything. And they're like, we found some weed in it. And then they look in the other pocket, and his ID was in there. Oh, no. <laughs> It'd be funny if his name was written in uh, Sharpie, uh, you know, across oh, the collar. I'm surprised you didn't things. say it was my... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, big bag of drugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Florida man wearing a Who Needs Drugs? No, seriously, I Have Drugs t-shirt arrested for possession of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> in other laughable. news the sky is blue uh, you don't even need to have a comeback to that one it's just a group laugh at that dumbass yeah yeah and and uh they had a picture of the man look it up who needs drugs no seriously i have drugs I, I assume he, he looks like an upstanding young gentleman. Real class act. Well, I, t I tell you, if you go to San Francisco right now, that's like every other person there that has that T-shirt on. You know, you go to Haight-Ashbury, they got basically signs. They're like, we have drugs. We have drugs. And you're like, I wonder where the drugs are. There's I, remember a I remember a guy tried to say, he's like, I got mushrooms. And he shows me shiitakes. I'm like. <laughs> There, there's bootleggers on the street who are selling both the T-shirts and the drugs. Oh, yeah. So does Albertsons. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Well, we've got room for one more story. Why don't you go ahead and give us the uh, Darwin Award winner of the week? This was a story that I actually read in the Darwin Awards books. or They have a series of books, and I read it some years ago. It just stuck with me. Uh there was a couple in Argentina, they got into an altercation, altercation and the husband threw the wife off a seven-story balcony, only she landed on the power lines safely, and he was so angry that he jumped towards her to try to knock her off, but missed and fell to his death. You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Wow. 
Yeah, that is our Darwin Award winner for the week. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be back with ridiculous diet fads in the days of coronavirus right after this. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Thursday, May 7th, here with my co-host, Ryan Wink, and special guest host, Billy Galewood. Now, folks, if you missed a portion of the show, all of the show, want to go back and catch up, that's easy enough to do with the podcast, available either over at americamatters.us, just look up the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, or Anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, One9, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast, we are there. While you're there, uh, subscribe, leave a review, let us know what you think. Obviously, uh, we want to get the word out on uh, the fun that we're having here each and every day. Now, uh, in this segment, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, diet fads during the time of coronavirus. So when the lockdown started happening, uh, instantly what popped into my mind is people are going to come out of this either 100 pounds heavier or more fit than they've ever been in their entire lives, just based on what they do on a daily basis. Uh, you know, some people will eat everything that they have in the house. Delivery is more available via DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats. And uh, so I, I assumed a number of people would come out, uh, you know, looking like... Uh, uh, Oh, not Jonah Ray. Oh, what's his name? Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Thank you. Jonah Hill after this thing ends. Or they'd come out looking like uh, Chris Pratt, uh, you know, after uh, he started in Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah. uh, wanted to run down some of the uh, more ridiculous diet fads that uh, people are trying right now. We're going to start off with the werewolf diet. Um, it has nothing to do with hunting prey or howling at the moon. Uh, but it is almost as crazy. Basically, the idea behind the diet is ingesting only water and fruit and vegetable juice for 24 hours during the full moon or new moon. Uh, if uh, Not only are you missing out on chewing on real food, but you're also setting yourself up for failure, according to experts. Um, I, I wonder where that idea even came from. The Internet. Well... <laughs> Most you bad ideas. They, they juice. They just juice. They drink water and juice. Yep. Yep. Just uh, vegetable. That, vegetable juice. Well, the thing juicing in general is kind of kind of bizarro because uh, you you know you're not getting much of the fiber, so you're just like it seems to me like they would just get a lot of sugar, and there's a lot of mysticism based on the full moon, aka hoo ha. Oh, <laughs> interesting. All right, the next one is something called the five-bite diet. Um, you know, experts say it's an eating disorder waiting to happen and isn't even a little bit healthy. Basically, it involves skipping breakfast, then eating only five bites of food for lunch and then five bites for dinner. Um, I, depending on who you are, if you're uh, Steven Tyler, you're taking lo much larger bites than uh, yeah. some other folks. If you got a big mouth, uh, those five bites could be a you know steak and a half. Yeah, you know I could do. I I once shoved an entire donut in my mouth. That there that counts friend. for one bite. 
Right. I have a friend that if, if, if you know, when you're like, hey, let me get a bite of that sandwich. He's like, he has to hold it for me. I'm like, just give me the give me the, like my best friend. I was like, just give it to me. He's like, no, nah, man, your bites are way too big. I got a portion. I'm like, I'm like, he blocks you with the thumbs. Yeah, yeah, he blocks it with his dagger thumbs. <laughs> to, to be fair, if I order something, you know, I, I'm a I'm a sweet freak. I love uh, cakes and cookies and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, if my fiance decides that she wants a bite, uh, I have to be very careful because she will take the biggest bite out of it, um, mm -hmm. just to spite me. That's, That's love. Do. That's that, love. Man. That is love. That's that survival. Is love. <laughs> the next one is called the military diet, also known as the hot dog diet, and it involves eating things like hot dogs and tuna to lose weight. Um, sounds like just a lot of sodium and and salt and water retention. And, uh, you know, hot dogs are good, but I couldn't do it all day, every day. You've never had a hot dog tuna sandwich? <laughs> I know what I'm having for lunch now. That's called the jazz sandwich because it's a hot tune. <laughs> That's bad. Yummy. <laughs> Kudos, sir. Kudos. Thank you. All right. Next, we have the master cleanse diet. Thanks to Beyonce. Oh, I did that. Did you really? Yeah, the Master Cleanse took off in 2006 when she used it to drop weight for the movie Dreamgirls. Uh, it involves drinking a mix of lemon juice, maple syrup, mm -hmm. cayenne pepper, and water six to 12 times a day. Boy, that sounds delicious. I, I, I actually, I actually did that years ago, but it was called the Student Cleanse. But apparently now the student has become the master. Oh, gee whiz. Wow. <laughs> you know... That when you do that cleanse, you drop more than weight. I tell you that much. Um, you know, and my 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 dad used to always say to me, "Not all horses' asses are on horses," <laughs> and that's what I say about the master cleanse. Oof! Yeah, it doesn't sound like my idea. Fun. All right, the next one. Ooh, this one sounds bad. The cotton ball <laughs> diet. Uh, this diet has dangerous written all over it, but people still continue to think that it's safe and effective. Basically, instead of eating, you chow down on five cotton balls dipped in orange juice, lemonade, or a smoothie as a meal to make you feel full. Um, whoa. I mean, you, you hear the stories of the people having, uh, you know, football-sized, uh, uh, you know, lumps of hair taken out of their stomachs. I can only imagine what's getting caught in their uh, stomach lining with all this cotton isn't that called the runway diet hey, like 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 models? the supermodels yeah yeah <laughs> actually i, I think just made that up though. i think this next one is probably more that uh it's the tapeworm diet uh it is exactly what you think it is you voluntarily give yourself a parasitic infection uh of a tapeworm that uh, does most of the eating for you you can pretty much eat whatever you want and uh, stay thin and healthy. Oh, aside from the fact that you have a tapeworm in you. Whatever it takes, pain is beauty. Oof. Sounds like a, it's a, a parasitic diet. Sounds like one of my ex-girlfriends. Just <laughs> dating her was like a parasitic diet. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is it took more than just uh, uh, food away from you, I'm sure. Yeah, she ate my soul. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Sally in 302. 302 and Sally. I love you, girl. <laughs> all right. This next one is called the Sleeping Beauty Diet. It basically involves sleeping all day instead of eating. Um, 
I mean, I'm open to sleeping all day, but, uh, you know, that instead of eating just to try and lose weight. I, I, I guess I, I guess you would be tired of eating so much after a month and a half in quarantine. Ty- tired. <laughs> I, I, I don't even think that one warrants a, a drum sound. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. You know, <laughs> that's actually my goal is to make them worse and worse so you just that was a huge compliment i appreciate it i I know ryan's testing the line of what's uh laugh worthy in his puns no no i know that most of them are not but they make me laugh and you know that's something i figured out in life is that one of the most important things you can do is just make yourself laugh (laughs) that's like when you get turned down by a lady and you're like well i only have to approve of myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to approve of me. I could go sleep with myself tonight. Get out of my head, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a give and take relationship. All right. The, the next one is the breatharian diet. And basically this involves of uh, living off of nothing but sunlight and water and tea for months. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's about as hippie a diet as you can get. Mm-hmm. I seen. A, I saw a lady. Uh, like I saw a YouTube clip and read about this one lady that you know. And you talk to these people or people that say like, "I'm sun gazers and I get my nutrition." I'm like, "You just stare at the sun." I'm like, "Well, you're gonna go from sun gazer to blind gazer uh, if you keep doing that." I, I I don't get the sun diet. No, I don't. I don't believe it. No, it's yeah. I mean, there are the Buddhist monks that you hear about who. You know, they can sort of set their body into this uh, state where they can live without food or water for a long period of time. But most hipsters uh, won't be able to do that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and the thing is, you hear about it. But how many monks do you know <laughs> that, are, that are doing that right now? You know, <laughs> we also thought ninjutsu was real. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and this next one is my favorite of all of them. It's called the Fletcherizing Diet. And basically, it's the idea that you chew every bite of food a hundred times before swallowing, even if you're drinking. So if you're drinking, you drink your coffee or tea and chew it a hundred times before you uh, swallow. And uh, it just sounds like, you know, TMJ lockjaw. Yeah. Yeah, you would they, get uh, that cut jawline for sure. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You Bob know. Newhart had a show on one of his, the but like the Bob Newhart show. Uh, he did an episode where he had to chew his food like thirty-two times. It was like this magic number, and it was funny because then every time they were like, "Try to not count, try to not count," and he'd be like, "I could do it," <laughs> mm, and you could see him just like the wheels turning in his head. Yeah, I wonder. It's probably if, good for your digestion, though. It's probably good for your digestion. There you go. Yeah, creating saliva. And, but uh, in any case, we have reached the end of this hour, folks. Uh, stay tuned. We've got the long break coming up, and then we will be back with our call-in topic: the most embarrassing celebrity crushes that you have, folks. We'll see you on the other side. Fuzzball. 
I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show here on a Thursday, May 7th. Here with my co-host, Ryan Wink. Tony Sanfilippo is out today, and filling in is our special guest host, Billy Galewood. How you guys holding up? Fantastic. Doing great. Doing great. Awesome. Real quick, wanted to uh, throw out another mention for the video that uh, Billy put together with uh, uh, Jason Mraz, um, Kat, what's Kat's last name? Cat Factor. Cat Factor. And uh, was crowdsourced. The video was crowdsourced, and they did a cover mm-hmm. of Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Fantastic video. If you need Thank a, you. Yeah. No, it's it's taken off. I think last Ryan checked, it was up to uh, 1,800 views since it launched yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Ryan's in it. Uh, it was produced by our, our great friend, Andre De Santana. And uh, it's just a feel-good. It was something to just um, sort of bring light and, and and focus to what's possible in our community. That's awesome. You know, everybody needs a pick-me-up nowadays, and that's certainly one to, uh, you know, make oh. you feel good at least a few Thank minutes you. out of your day. Thank you. You can see it on my YouTube page, Billy Galewood. Uh, it's a great way to spend four minutes. Yeah. I, I don't disagree at all. All right, Thank this you. is an interactive show. Uh, we want to hear from you guys, and uh, you know we're going to be talking about our call-in topic here that uh, at the end of the segment, go ahead and blow up those phone lines and give us your thought at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, and it's toll-free from anywhere in the world. So if you're in Zimbabwe, you get good Internet connection, and you happen to be watching this show on Facebook, give us a call. Uh, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255 at the end of the segment. Now, what I wanted to talk about uh, relates back to uh, Tony's call-in from yesterday about uh, the concert that we went to and him ending up with uh, a couple uh, gorgeous Austrian chicks turning out to be not as as gorgeous as he would have hoped. And uh, got me thinking about, uh, you know, who would be our most embarrassing celebrity crushes? You know, we all grew up, you know, falling in love with certain celebrities, some more warranted than others. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you hear stories about, uh, you know, women who, who swoon all over Steve Buscemi. I have a uh, friend from college who, you know, she would, she would go into a dirty bar bathroom with uh, Jeff Goldblum. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, people who aren't naturally what you would think about as, you know, hot or a sex symbol. And then as I was trying to wrap my head around it, you know, mine is uh, kind of falls outside of the realm of reality. And uh, I would have to say one of my earliest celebrity crushes was Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Easy. That's a no. That's a no-brainer right there. Yeah, that's not embarrassing at all. I You'd think, have to uh, draw that girl. 
Well, it, I, I guess it would be more embarrassing if it was, uh, you know, the doppelganger when he goes into Toontown Town and, you know, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what no, about Jessica Rabbit is a real, uh, real smoke show. That's no joke. Hey, she likes to play patty cake. What, Shaving a haircut. There you go. What about you guys? Do you have any embarrassing celebrity crushes? Somebody you're maybe not, wouldn't normally be willing to uh, admit to? I have two. Well, you got go for it, man. Oh, they're coming for oh, you, Billy. They're coming for you, Billy. I live on a main street. Yeah, well, and I rob banks. <laughs> Oh, that was the story I forgot to tell. A guy tried to rob a bank slipping a note on his bank statement with his name on it. Yeah, so my celebrity crush is embarrassing ones. There's two of them. I'd say Elvira and Blanche. (laughs) From Golden Girls? Oh, yeah. Blanche? Oh, yeah. Blanche. She was the provocative one, wasn't she? I mean, she just had... She had that swag and that sass. As a I young boy, it. you're like, you know what? I'd go there. <laughs> <laughs> she she could be your golden girl. Oh yeah, she I could. Be. Holler uh, Blanche if you're listening. Holler Blanche. <laughs> Is Blanche. she still alive? Blanche. No, she got to be 108. Well, Betty White, uh, I think, is 108. No, yeah. I mean, she's late 90s. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, Betty White and Keith Richards. They're going to outlive us all. And Willie Nelson. They're they're sending, uh, Elon Musk is actually sending them into outer space to repopulate um, Earth. (laughs) Somebody has to to change their name. To to carry uh, on humanity. Yeah. (laughs) Has to change their name to exclamation point slash dash 674. There you go. What about Uh, you, Billy? Uh, Embarrassing crushes on your end? Uh, um, not not really uh i but i could like to throw an ex-girlfriend under the bus um the uh she had a i remember i was dating this girl and she i remember her saying if louis ck came around me and my friend decided we'd t- we'd take him on and this and that they'd get all freaky and i was like oh okay well cool that could have actually been a real uh reality for you well from what uh, i understand is louis ck would have taken care of things himself while they were around <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true um no i can't really think of any 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 you know definitely elvira for sure that was daisy duke that was another one you know what i mean and then eventually i taught daisy duke's kids gymnastics Ooh. which is a true story there's an awkward parent teacher conference i spent a lot of time with daisy duke it wasn't the same <laughs> well folks we want to hear from you again Give us a call right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Let us know your most embarrassing celebrity crushes, and we'll get to your calls right after the break. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. 
And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 7th. We are in the midst of our call-in topic. We want you guys to join in at 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255 from anywhere in the world with your most embarrassing celebrity crushes. We've got a couple calls on the line. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with our first one. Who do we have? Hi there, this is Jenny. Hey, Jenny. How are you, How you doing? This morning? Good. Doing well. I'm Hi, great. Jenny. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Billy. Hey, hey, Ryan. Hey, Jenny. All right, Jenny. How are you guys? Who is your most embarrassing celebrity crush? Okay, I would say when I was young, and I don't know if this is that embarrassing, but I had a huge crush on Ralph Macchio. That's not from too the embarrassing. Kid. That's not too embarrassing, but. Would would he you sweep? Wax on, wax off, if you know what I mean. <laughs> would you let him sweep your leg? Totally. Would you and let then, him? Would you uh, let him give you like, acting lessons? Give you acting? I absolutely. I <laughs> absolutely. I had a huge crush on him. And then, um, as I got older, the one that I just saw something in was Kevin James. I think Kevin James was so cute. You, you mean? Paul Blart Mall Cop? <laughs> yes, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Giggity, giggity, giggity. I would meet him for an Orange Julius any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Mall Cop a lot. <laughs> that made me laugh. Now, now, what is it? Is it his personality, or do you just find him physically attractive? I think he's funny. I think he has a cute face. I love that segues. I mean, they're so sexy. <laughs> and, they are. Uh, <laughs> I just love his personality, and I loved him in hits. I loved his dancing, the 90-degree dancing. Do the Q-tip? So he's, he's my guy, Jenny James. Now, Call me Jenny James. Now, what would, be, what would be your dream date with Kevin James? We would take a, se- a segue in the mall down to the Orange Julius, and we would share an Orange Julius together. Uh, I, I assume that uh, you, <laughs> you, you'd cap that off with a Wetzel pretzel and, uh, you know, call it a night. That's all I need. That's, that's a perfect day. That's a perfect day. <laughs> Simple lady. There you go. All right, Jenny, appreciate you calling in. We've got some more callers on the line, but uh, hopefully you'll call in again. Absolutely. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you. You too. All right, let's get to our next caller. Who do we have on the line? Hey, guys, it's Tony. Hey, How Tone. Hey, didn't want to make sure. I, I could hear the whole Jenny segment, so that was that was entertaining to hear. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> so your, your I, most I embarrassing told, celebrity crush. Well, well, she stole my Kevin James one. I totally was going to say the same thing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. Um, my, uh, I, I got two of them. They're kind of bad. So, uh, I'll do one from when I was a little guy and then one like kind of when I was a teenager. Um, but, uh, you know, I had a crush on, uh, Tiffany when I was younger, the, the mall sensation. Hey, there's nothing so, wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, so here's the funny thing is I always had a crush on her, but then, uh, when you and I, Chris went to, uh, the NAM this past January, believe it or not, we were able to travel and do something. And uh, when we saw her with Ricky Rackman, I was just like, ooh, yeah, no, no, no. So, <laughs> yeah, she, she um, didn't age well. Not been, she did not. But, uh, yeah, so I had a, 
I had a huge crush on Tiffany as a as a young guy, and uh, Belinda Carlisle um, with the uh, "Heaven Is a Place on Earth" video that did a lot for me as a little guy. I really don't know what she was doing in the corner <laughs> of that music video, but uh, she's gorgeous there. But if you look at her today, not so much. We we, um, we all have ideas of what my- she was doing in the corner. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just watch that video. That's the only part. You're like, oh. Hello. And then, uh, my- yes. <laughs> All right. And your uh, uh, my other one. Yep. My teenage one would be uh, uh, Sunny from the WWF. Like, at a, I mean, I don't know what, like, teenage boy that, like, watched wrestling that didn't like Sunny, you know. And then uh, here we are in modern times, and she's like, uh, you would have told teenage Tony, like, one day she's going to do porn and she's going to do all that. You'd be like, all right. You sure but, you weren't more of a uh, China not. type of guy? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe Vern Troyer from The Surreal Life was. I, I definitely was not. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh yeah, man, if you see uh, Sunny now, I think her name's Tammy Stitch. Yeah, she's like like 100 pounds overweight, drug addict, in and out of uh, rehab. Definitely embarrassing today, but back in the mid-'90s, not so bad. So well, unfor- those would be my uh, ones. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you know, that's how a lot of wrestlers ended up. You know, drug habits, out of shape, and... Yeah, so it's sort of par for the course. But, uh, Tone, appreciate you calling in. We're looking forward to having you back on the show tomorrow. Look forward to it. Fellas, have a good show. Talk to you later. All right. Just as a reminder, folks, we want to hear from you on your embarrassing celebrity crushes. Give us a call, 844-790-8255, 844-790-TALK. We've got another caller on the line. Who we got? What's up, guys? This is Tim. Hey, Tim. All right. So first of all, Tony, you are not the only one. Tiffany had a huge crush on her when I was a kid. And actually, I actually interviewed her, I think it was maybe seven years ago, I interviewed her, and I confessed my love to her. <laughs> see, I, I was always more of a Team Debbie Gibson guy. Yeah, I, I can see that, too. I don't, I don't know. I have a thing for redheads. Hey, can't blame are you, you there. You Molly Ringwall as well? <laughs> You know, yeah, she was a hottie. Hey, I admitted yeah. that I had a thing for uh, Jessica Rabbit, so uh, redheads are well, definitely no, I was my gonna thing. Call, I was going to def- defend you, too, because, I mean, I still have a crush on Jessica Rabbit, so there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Good, good. Uh, so, uh, okay, so my, I have uh, one. I'm not embarrassed by her, but my wife makes fun of me all the time. All right. So I'm going to take you guys back to the late 80s, early 90s. Do you remember Amy Grant? Totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, huge crush on her when I was a te- early too. teen, maybe 10, 11 years old. And I'm still, she's still hot today, too. What's her song? Da, da, uh, uh, I want to do it. Baby, uh, baby. No, no, that's wrong. Hey, Paradise, you put a buck in. Was it that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. she did that one. She did a version. Yeah. Didn't yeah. she go, like, extremely it, religious? Yeah, oh, yeah. She always has been. She always has been. She did the uh, the pop radio one in the early 90s. That's like the one secular album, and that's the one that I grabbed a hold of when I was living in, in Sparks there. And uh, I remember playing it all the time. I bought the uh, VHS uh, video collection, and the funny thing is, I was watching it just two nights ago with my wife, and she was totally making fun of me. 
<laughs> wow. You actually watch Lisa? the VHS? The VHS. I do that, yeah. You still own a VCR? <laughs> I do, man. I got a whole 80 section in my office. Is it Good next for you? Is it next to your Betamax and your Laserdisc player? <laughs> it's next to my NES and uh yeah. I have my my Rob right there from the NES. Oh yeah, I got a huge nice. 80 collection there. Floppy disks. I'm not going to lie, I'm jealous. <laughs> this guy's living. You're living, sir. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, Tim, appreciate the call, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sir. Right on. Yeah, so, uh, you know, some good ones in there, you know, as everybody was talking, uh, another one sort of came to mind that, you know, was so hot, so hot in the 80s, did not age well. Uh, Kelly McGillis from Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen her. Girlfriend, uh, right? She was the girl, the Tom Cruise's girlfriend, right? Yeah, that was a PG movie that actually showed boobs. Oh, ooh. Top Gun? Yeah. They showed boobs in Top Gun? They did. And that it was before the PG-13 rating actually existed, so um, it wasn't quite salacious enough for an R rating, and so they gave it a PG. Was it a side boob? Yeah, mostly side boob. All right. You know, the Top Gun house is in Oceanside, California, and if you go there, you can go see the Top Gun house. It's still there. You know when he jumps the fence, he's like, I need to take a shower. <laughs> you, can, you can drive your Kawasaki Ninja down there. Yeah, you can drive your Ninja, go right there, and see the house is still there. <laughs> well, guys, we've got about a minute left. Uh, any other embarrassing crushes come to mind for you? I mean, not uh, so embarrassing, but Punky Brewster. Oh, yeah, high five, virtual high five, bro. I was just thinking about Soleil Moon Friday the other day. Not that way, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> So oddly enough, there is a um, reboot of the show Punky Brewster on uh, the streaming service Peacock right now. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So and if you want to rekindle that uh, that crush, you can. Uh, well, you got to buy the streaming service. But is uh, it Soleil Moon Fry? It is. Now? Yeah, it's one of those things where I, she takes the place of whoever the father figure that brought her in, and now she's adopted a, a kid that's uh, causing trouble. Is she, did she, is she a guy now? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, she didn't take all the place of the day. No, no, no. <laughs> and she is still Punky Brewster in it. Oh, I, I would, I'll, I'll watch that over Fuller House for sure. Boom. Me too. All, all day. All Ooh. day. Every yeah. day. I'm, I'm, I'm formulating another call-in topic here of, uh, you know, favorite uh, 80s sitcoms and, and, uh, having that oh, yeah. battle out well folks we have reached the end of this segment stay tuned we've got a very special special segment coming up don't go anywhere we'll be right back are you shy and don't want to talk on the air text us your questions or comments to 775 237-2266. Now, back to the show. All right, folks, welcome back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, May 7th. You know, we, 
want to hear from you guys. We just had a great call and topic about uh, embarrassing celebrity crushes. And we know that not everybody can listen to the show live. You may be catching it on podcast, on YouTube live, or, uh, or YouTube in playback, Facebook in playback. But you want to chime in. So we've given that you that opportunity with a voicemail line we've set up called the Phoenix line. You can call it anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave us a message. The number there is 855 855- Phoenix Radio. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Leave it about any topic. It could be about your most embarrassing celebrity crush. You can check in with us. Tell us how you're doing. Keep it entertaining. We'll put all of those together and play it on a future episode. Now, uh, we've lost Ryan momentarily, but on the line we have a very, very special guest, None other than God himself, Morgan Freeman. Morgan, how you doing today? Good morning, Christian. Uh, <laughs> caught every minute of every episode of the show. Uh, Four-day listener, first-time caller. How are you? Oh, doing so great. You know, we're, we're so happy that you were able to jump on the line with us. You know, yeah, it's a, a relatively new show, but, uh, you know, we've got some great guests coming up. Now, obviously, we're dealing with the coronavirus pandemic right now. And uh, just want to know, you know, how are you spending your days during uh, this lockdown? Well, uh, that's a great question. And I'll just tell you a little bit about today. Uh, today began like most days. I left the bedroom, went into the kitchen. And once in the kitchen, I went directly for a box of grape nuts. I grabbed that box of grape nuts and I opened it up. Then I went to the cupboard, grabbed a bowl, poured the contents of the grape nuts into the bowl. Now, most folks might sit there and think about what they might do with the day, but not me. I went directly to the fridge. Pulled out the carton of milk, 2%. (laughs) Poured it. Poured it over the grape nuts and reached into the drawer. Grabbed a spoon, put it in the bowl, and then took the long march to the living room. Once in the living room, I sat down on the couch, placed the bowl on the table, grabbed the spoon, and Got a scoop. I took that scoop and I put it in my mouth. <laughs> so, well, Morgan, you know, I, I'm asking a, a little more of a, a general level, you know, of, of, of how you're passing your time. You know, maybe skip ahead to, you know, a more interesting part of your day. You know, something that, uh, you know, you're doing on a daily basis. Oh, I see. Well, once I finished that bowl of cereal, I went back into the kitchen. <laughs> Put the bowl in the sink, turned on the faucet, rinsed it out, took a sponge, and put soap on the sponge, washed the bowl, put it on the drying rack, and marched my way back into the living room. Once there, I... I'm sorry, was... did I... I, I someone laughing over there? Yeah, we've got we've got Billy on the line. Billy, say hi to uh, Morgan Freeman for us. I've just been a big fan. <laughs> I've been a big fan for so long, and uh, yeah, I just I'm in tears over here, you know, of joy uh, for this experience. Thank you, Morgan. Please continue. I love you in March of the Penguins. Oh, thank you, and I'm a fan of yours, sir. 
I, I like your work. I think you've got a bright future ahead of you. Now, I think uh, tying into the question that Christian had asked, uh, how am I passing the time? Well, since in quarantine, I've watched all of my over 95 motion pictures that I've been involved with. Now, some might say it's an ego thing, but for me, I'm just damn entertaining. I couldn't disagree. You know, it's uh, you're you're one of the most prolific actors out there. Um, you know, out of all of the movies that you've done, you know, is there one role in particular that uh, you've really enjoyed? Well, I think you mentioned it at the top of this segment. I played God <laughs> in Bruce Almighty. In Bruce Almighty, and also I'd have to say Shawshank Redemption. Uh, you, you played God in Shawshank Redemption. No, no, I played red. Suppose it's because I was Irish. (laughs) (laughs) That's obviously apparent. Now, uh, you know, let's let's skip ahead a little bit in your day. You know, obviously, you know, eating a bowl of grape nuts is is you know riveting. But uh, you know, what what are you doing in the afternoon to uh, to to keep the day going to keep yourself mentally healthy? Well, that's a great question. Uh, Usually, I finish watching a motion picture about 2 p.m. I take a little nap, about an hour. Once done with the nap, I head back into the kitchen and uh, pull out a loaf of bread. I grab the bag of bread and pull out two slices, head into the refrigerator, grab the mayonnaise, the mustard, the accoutrement, Mm -hmm. the turkey, the cheese. I slap them all together, but not before putting the lettuce the tomatoes, the pickles, the oil, the vinegar. I'm a, I'm a big sandwich guy, so I take my sandwich <clears throat> and I go out to my airplane hangar. See, I'm, I'm also a pilot. Nice. I, I, I get the feeling that uh, most of your day revolves around uh, your meals. Um, aside from meals, I mean, it, uh, what are you doing? I mean... Uh, you know, winding down in the evening, is there anything you do to kind of get yourself ready for the next day? Um, you know, tell us about, uh, you know, how, how you spend your evenings. Oh, absolutely. Well, I usually leave my airplane hangar where I, I polish my planes and I uh, brush up. I have a flight simulator. I haven't been able to fly since the quarantine begun so i have a flight simulator i like to keep my chops up and uh usually about 7 p.m i head back into the house and make my way to the kitchen it's at that point i grab a pot fill it with water put it on the burner grab a pack of noodles wait for it to boil throw the noodles in the water add a little salt not too much just the right amount (laughs) Now, I like a nice marinara. Uh, my favorite is Newman's Own. All profits go to charity. That's something I can get behind. Can appreciate and that. And I'll, I'll heat that up with some onions. I, I, I don't personally eat beef, so I go with lamb. I like a nice lamb marinara pasta in the evening. And I take my plate with some fresh ground Parmesan back into the living room. And uh, this evening in particular, I'll be watching Seven, uh, a a little film I did with uh, a guy you might know named Brad Pitt. 
a great actor. And, uh, you know, in the evenings, sometimes after the meal, if it's still light out, I'll go out and do a bit of gardening. Perhaps father of a child. Uh, I like my hobbies include uh, collecting stuffed penguins and uh, wait, 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 go back to uh, before the stuffed penguins. Well, I was just about to say playing checkers uh, online. Of course, I'm mostly solitary here. I'm, all my kids are grown. No, no, I, I, uh, I thought I heard you say uh, you go into the garden and father a child. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Christian. Uh, Billy, I, did you hear what I heard? I heard I heard father a child. <laughs> I heard I go to the garden, father a child. I was, yeah. I what what clarify? I, what kind I of like garden to, do you I like have? To plant, I, I like to plant seeds. Perhaps uh, this was just in reference to that. I I honestly don't remember saying what you're saying. I said. Uh, as a truth be told, I'm starting to get hungry. So hold on, hold on. What sort of seeds are you planting in this garden? Oh, just the regulars, ferns, magnolias, uh, placentias, uh, a lot of, you know, new growth, old growth. Placentias Uh, or placentas? Gentlemen, I think I hear uh, my my wife calling, and uh, I. What's that, honey? Oh, uh, she's making me a little bruschetta. Uh, we're gonna have a little snack before we. Uh, <laughs> well, before we delve into. Uh, <laughs> well, Morgan, we, we'll we'll let you go. We'll let you uh, tend your garden and get back to uh, making a meal, but. Uh, Really appreciate you jumping on the phone with us today. Gentlemen, it's much appreciated. It's been a pleasure. And uh, best of luck with the show. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you. We'll talk to you again. Morgan Freeman putting paint where it ain't. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Folks, we are back. Sadly, we are at the last segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, May 7th. Wanted to remind you folks that if you missed a portion of the show, need to catch up on one of the older shows, or you heard uh, our riveting interview with Morgan Freeman and you just want to check it out again, you can get the podcast over at americamatters.us. Just look up the Christian Phoenix Radio Show or anywhere you get podcasts. Apple. Google. I'm so bummed I missed that. Oh, Sorry. I, we, we wish you were here to, to help you know participate, but uh, you know, Ryan, you can go back and listen to the podcast. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, cops are back after Billy again. Um, you know, it, this <laughs> no show, one tells me anything. <laughs> this show has everything. But while you're there, make sure you guys subscribe, leave a review, let us know what you think. Now, being that it is the last segment of the show, as we do each and every day, Ryan's going to take us through this day in history. Okay. All right, welcome to another segment of This Day in History with myself, 
Yours truly, Ryan Wink. And that actually reminds me. I know we've got some really creative people out there who may be listening. If you want to put together a jingle or a little intro for each of these segments, we would really appreciate it. Um, Unfortunately, I just don't have the time with putting the show together and everything I do here at the studio at America Matters. But, uh, you know, we we would love to have some uh, fan-made intros for segments like this. Absolutely. So in the meantime, I'll just be saying... This day in history, <laughs> 1429, Joan of Arc breaks the English siege of Orleans. Now, I does anyone know much about Joan of Arc? Only from what I've seen in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The, you yeah. get a lot of your history from Bill and Ted's Ex- yeah. Excellent Adventure. I'm, I'm sensing and coming a trend to America. Here. Yeah. Coming to America to remember, I was Joan of Arc in a former life. <laughs> yeah, Bill and Ted is, is not only uh, entertaining, but it is informational as well. And coming back. Yes, I'm looking forward to the third one. But uh, no, beyond that, you know, I, I know that uh, she was, I believe, a French knight or English knight fought in France. French. She was French. Okay. And she was burned at the stake for uh, allegedly being a witch. Really? That's how she met her mm. her end? I believe so. I think she was just controlling in the relationship. <laughs> back then it just wasn't approved of. <laughs> Woman talks burn back to you. One. She's a witch. Woman, I will burn you. <laughs> oh, so glad we live in 2020, even with coronavirus. I'm so glad that, uh, you know, we're not living in the Middle Ages that, uh, you know, w- women have an equal share with, well hopefully soon to be equal share with men you know there's still a lot of progress to be made but uh we're definitely living in a good time but i know joan of arc was a badass from what i know yeah oh yeah and total badass she supposedly spoke to god and that's what uh, led her to be victorious in this battle of orleans well 1429 today that's when it happened moving on 1824, this must have been a dope show. Beethoven's Ninth Symphony premieres in Vienna. (laughs) Goes off in Vienna. You know who else was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Beethoven. Here we go. (laughs) Yep. Beethoven. Beethoven himself. Beethoven. I love St. Bernard's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a good one. Yep. Well, <laughs> moved, moving right along. No, but for real, that must have been a dope show. Imagining, imagine you're in Vienna, 1824. Yeah. Your boys story. are like, yo, we're going to a show tonight. You're like, who What's is up? it? They're like, Beethoven's premiering his ninth symphony. You missed the first eight. (laughs) (laughs) Now, was it Beethoven or was it Mozart that uh, was deaf later in life, but still continued uh, writing music by placing his head on the piano and essentially feeling the notes? Yeah, that's Beethoven. That's That's soul. Like, that's, you got it. You got it inside. That's impressive. Billy? I'm just trying to mute my mic from the... <laughs> I was like, I just a mute button. Uh, yeah, Beethoven went deaf. Mozart was crazy. Everybody had syphilis. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> well, that seems like a good point to move on. Um, 1847. Oh, this is exciting. The American Medical Association is formed in Philadelphia. The AMA. Yeah, a, the Wait, American what? Medical Association, a.k.a. the AMA. Yeah, I was just trying to buy myself time for a good joke, and I couldn't come up with anything. So, uh, you down with AMA? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, me. I, you know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. From three hundred one. I thought she was in three hundred two. Oh, that's Sandy. Three hundred one is May. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm my three story place. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, this one uh, kind of ties into what we're doing right here. 1895 in St. Petersburg, Russia, scientist Alexander Stepanov Stepanovich Popov. That this seems like a fake name. Stepan Stepanovich Popov demonstrates to the Russian Physical and Chemical Society his invention, the Popov lightning detector. That's a dope name for for a festival. <laughs> or or in, in in Russia, lightning detects you. <laughs> in, in Russia, lightning detects itself. <laughs> Sorry, a little Yakov Shmirnov uh, throwback. A, yeah, just go keep going. No, no, you got a joke. I was just going to say that 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 scientist was really popping off. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I have that pulled up. Thank you. So the uh, Russian Physical and Chemical Society, his invention, the Popov lightning detector, a primitive radio receiver. In some parts of the former Soviet Union, the anniversary of this day is celebrated as Radio Day. Right on. Radio day. Today, Radio Day. Radio Day in some parts of Russia. So I'm going to say in that little part of my heart. In Russia, radio listens to you. <laughs> there's a kgb joke for you in, in russia the government listens to you in russia everyone's sad <laughs> shout out to all of our russian listeners right. <laughs> cheer up <laughs> <laughs> oh all right let's pop off with the next one 1945, gentlemen, Germany signs an unconditional surrender, effectively ending World War II in Europe. All right. Now, who so, signed it? Because as far as I understand, uh, Hitler blew himself up in a bunker with Eva Braun. And, uh, well, at least that's, that's what we're told. Either that or he's vacationing right now in uh, Uruguay or Venezuela. Oh, he blew himself up? I thought he, like, he, shot, I thought he himself. shot himself. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking Valkyrie. Yeah, he did shoot oh, yeah. himself. That's a crazy story. For those who don't know, Christian, you want to take this? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have time, which most people do nowadays, uh, find on a streaming service the movie Valkyrie with uh, Tom Cruise, and that'll save you guys uh, about uh, you know three minutes of me trying to explain a Tom Cruise movie to you. There you go. Do it. But yeah, I don't know who would have signed it. Maybe whoever was left. Yeah. Well, I, I know a lot of them after that treaty was signed took off to South America to try and hide and avoid uh, war crimes. 
That's right. There's a, there's a, isn't, and what, Ryan, you might know about this too. Isn't there a town in South America, maybe Argentina or Brazil or something, and it's all Germans? And if you go there, it's like a German town. Well, there's a lot of regions in South America where German immigrants went. Um, Some former Nazis, some not, you know, there's, yeah, in in Brazil, I think it's uh, Blumenau is a big German town. Here's all the proof you need is once every four years when they hold the World Cup, just watch a game with either Uruguay or Paraguay. All of the players are blonde-haired, blue eyes. Yeah, I've been to Argentina as well. Yeah, in the south of Brazil, there's a lot of uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed people. A lot of parts of Argentina as well, Uruguay. Mm. A lot of German immigrants went there. They're Ohio sure. and and South America have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrible well, football man. teams. Ivan Ivan the terrible isn't that where they got him in Ohio? Right, <laughs> right. I believe so. He was German um, though, or he was Russian. Yep. Oh, Ivan. The, oh, Ivan the terrible was Russian. Yeah. Don't make me pop off with some historical facts. <laughs> I failed history and didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got about two minutes left. Uh, what else you got for us, Ryan? All right. 1976, the Honda Accord is officially <laughs> launched. And as far as I remember, it looked like basic, basically a toaster on wheels. It wasn't uh, the most attractive thing. Uh, to be fair, it's still not the most attractive thing on the road. Shout out to all of our Honda Accord driving listeners. <laughs> put, a spoil- yeah. put a spoiler on that. <laughs> the bigger, the better. <laughs> Coming from a Honda driver that drives an element, which is considered the toaster on wheels. I'd like to say I have 240,000 miles on my car. So, hey, they came up with something right. Hey, their engines are undeniably good. Undeniable. All right, what else you got? I'm not denying it. (laughs) What else you got for us, Ryan? Uh, What do we got? We got time for one more? Yeah. Before we blast off into the rest of our day that's a segue into this one 1992 space shuttle program the space shuttle endeavor is launched on its first mission sts 49 elon musk's second child <laughs> boom <laughs> that's a great throwback now was uh the endeavor the one that uh, blew up on one of the missions or uh no, really? that was the Challenger, I believe. You're oh, yeah, right. I think you're right. Because I was on, uh, I was actually singing on it in a children's choir on the news, and they cut our section because the space shuttle blew up. <laughs> of course, of that was course, my debut were. on the news. You know? Why does everything bad happen to Billy? <laughs> I don't... Oh, it's not. It's all good for a good story, though. <laughs> no, no, it's it's for our benefit. Yeah, for things happen to me so I can tell you later. Exactly. Well, uh, Billy's got plenty of stories. Uh, you know, we've got Tony back tomorrow, but uh, Billy will be joining us a, a couple days next week. Folks, we appreciate you sticking with us. Be sure to check us out wherever you can, and we will be back tomorrow on Friday with a uh, Good News Friday segment. Folks, we'll see you then.